0: Well, hey there, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Ange, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm an international award-winning business consultant and coach who has helped thousands of amazing women business owners get all the pieces in place to have consistent four- and five-figure months and then onto six- and seven-figure years without burning out in the process. Let me give you the hot tip. If you're wondering what's going on with all the new Instagram features that have been showing up lately, you are not alone. Instagram has been giving businesses whole new sets of content creation go-to tools that will help you to grow your business. But the one we're going to chat about today is Reels. You may have seen other businesses jumping on the Reels bandwagon lately, and that's not by accident, my friends. You see, because it's still so new, Instagram wants you to use this feature. And when you use this feature, you're going to get rewarded with your content getting pushed out more than the person who's getting, who isn't using this feature. I mean, that's just the way it works. You help Instagram, Instagram's going to help you. And so, yes, it sucks if you're not using Rails because you feel like it's another thing you have to do. But at the end of the day, Instagram is a business. And if you want to get the most out of the Instagram platform, you're going to need to play by those rules. I mean, you don't have to but then don't bitch and moan if your Instagram stuff's not working. So today I wanted to bring on two amazing human beings who are killing it with Instagram Reels, and I mean killing it. And I wanted to bring them on the podcast today to talk about how to use Instagram Reels to grow your business. And during this episode, we're going to be chatting about what are Instagram Reels. Do they think that Instagram Reels are a trend or will they phase out? We're also going to look at the benefits business owners can see when they start to use Reels for their business. We're also going to capture the five biggest mistakes they're seeing people make when utilizing reels. They're going to give different examples on how service-based and product-based businesses could use reels. And there's so much, so much, so much more goodness that is going to happen. But before we hop into this amazing episode, I'd like to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my VIP Intensive Days for Women in Business. So, what is a VIP day intensive? Think six months of business coaching power-packed into one day, designed specifically for women in business who are looking for an intensive experience that will accelerate their success both personally and professionally. Clients who engage in VIP intensives make changes in their businesses that might have otherwise taken months or years, or maybe they wouldn't have even done at all. That's the beauty of a VIP intensive. Super powerful and will allow you to move your business faster to your goals. So what does a VIP day intensive look like? Well, that's dependent on your business. But things that I've done with clients in the past are business plans, creating marketing plans, creating a lucrative email list magnet and freebie and follow-up, social media strategy, developing different income streams working on their messaging, identifying their ideal client, looking at their launch strategy, or even reviewing their launch strategy, and so much more. So if you're wanting to escalate your business growth, then head to my website, AngelaHenderson.com.au, and click on the services button to book in a discovery call so we can ensure a VIP day in sentence is what you need. Now, let's get into this awesome, awesome episode. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you for having us. Yes, I'm super excited. Again, even before we had hit record, we were talking about... The beauty of social media and being able to connect with everyone, and we initially connected over in Clubhouse, and you guys had a room that you were hosting, and I jumped in, I raised my hand, I spoke, and we fast forward to now and now we're recording uh, you know this amazing podcast about how to use Instagram reels to grow your business, and that really is the beauty of social media. so again, welcome, ladies. Thank you very much. So one of the things that I like to do before we hop on and really start to unpack how to use uh, Instagram Reels to build their business is I like to ask a fun fact for each of you guys, because I think it's great that the audience gets to know you a little bit more than just Instagram collectively. So (laughs) my fun fact for you, Alicia, now that I'm just getting to know you, is how many total speeding tickets have you had in the last 10 years? (laughs) oh does red light count well red light actually
1: gives us three points um I would say five five okay five. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's bad, it's bad. But I'm on my full license now, so I got
0: more loose. <laughs> so, so the funny thing is, we were just talking here before poor Alicia came on, and I just, I was like, what, what can my fun fact question be for Alicia? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll just again, fun fact, call it is. I mean, listen, we've all had put our, you know, pedal to the metal at some stage in our life, right? So uh, so five in the last 10 years, all right. Now, Monique, you've just moved into to a brand new, do mean, place into yes. your new home. So again, because of my fun question, you were talking about shopping recently, and you're not buying. Mm-hmm buying you know like designer handbags at the moment or things like that so I want to know what is the most interesting thing that you've had to buy for the brand new house
2: I think the most interesting thing that I've had to buy would be a um a tea towel rack that you put on the edge of your of your cupboard Mm -hmm. so that you can have the tea towels hanging outside of your cupboard without it making the cupboard like half open
0: Oh, yeah. How annoying. I've got OCD. That's so annoying when the door's like half opened. Right? So, but like. Who are you,
2: Mon? Who are you? I know. I'm a homeowner now. So, Uh I've got to buy homeowner stuff.
0: oh my goodness I might have to request you to show me that on Instagram and let me know what that looks like because I yeah there's something about same thing when I put you know the frying pans or anything inside of the cupboards and the door's still open I'm like shoving it I'm like it must close it must close so no yes. I love that you can put that on the outside and without doing mean getting everything stuck so see I do like to have a little bit of fun because I think it's important that people get to know you guys for who you are uh versus like I said just getting say Instagram reels you know magnificent <laughs> do you mean beauties or whatever so my thing today, though, is let's line just a little bit. You guys both are in business, doing similar but different things. So, Monique, do you want to start with just telling us a brief, do you mean snippet about where you started and where you are today?
2: Of course. So, hi, I'm Monique, and I am based in Sydney. I am the owner and creative director of the Socialista, and we are an online digital. Um, you know, we we do coaching, we do social media management, and we do content creation for businesses both here in Australia and all around the world. Um, My main focus is really focusing on coaching small business owners, goal entrepreneurs to really up-level their business, both in their business and on social media. So they show up as the leader and authority that they are, so they can start hitting those goals, start reaching their audience and start making a bigger impact. I started this uh solely on my own two and a half years ago I went to university I studied communication and media I majored in journalism and digital media I went into internships part-time jobs then a full-time job once I'd finished up there I was like I can do this on my own like my full-time job was working in a media company and considering the climate of Australia right now where media companies in Australia have oh, really get me started, started, huh? <laughs> down I am so glad I'm no longer there, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it was great because it taught me the value of content and how far content can drive you. Um, so I created this as a creative content agency where I mainly focus on generating interest and generating followers, impressions, reach through just using creative content. So that is kind of like my point of difference. Um, But yeah, two and a half years since I started The Socialista, I've been on my own. I've been full time for a year, just over a year now. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been incredible.
0: Dude, fantastic. I love it. And to think, like you said, why let someone else do mean be your boss when you can be your own boss, right? And start I, making magic for you and not have to be tied down to you can take your break here or you can do, you know, you can leave to go home or no, you
2: can't take that leave. You
0: really get to. That's what I love about being an entrepreneur is like you are your own boss. You get to make up your own rules and life is pretty good.
2: Yep, and you can even go out on your lunch break and go buy house stuff because you (laughs) now need a mixing bowl because you don't have one. So Exactly, I mean, you wouldn't have been able to do that in the nine to five, right? So (laughs) the
0: perks. Now, Alicia, tell us a little bit about your background. So,
1: um, yes, so my background, so I'm the founder of The Social Impact um, and obviously co-creator with Mon um, of the Rise of Reels course um which in my uh, my eyes is definitely one to watch because we're growing we've got good big big plans um COVID get out of the way so we can continue with our plans. <laughs> but um so yes yeah, so I actually studied um similar to one I did have sort of this background we've always had this background in um video marketing video editing I um I studied my bachelor was in film and television mm-hmm. and I always thought I loved editing videos I loved short snappy things, and I always wanted to be um, working on movie trailers. I had seen The Holiday and I loved Cameron Diaz in it and she edited trailers and ever since I was 15, I was like, yep, that's what I want to do. But slowly I realised this was not the place for me and I came back to Melbourne after living on the Gold Coast for a few years and um, was working in graphics and TV. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's a very male-dominated environment, and I just started to question what value I actually gave anyone or anything on this planet. Like I literally was just at a very low point where I felt like I was had no value in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really fortunate for the fact that uh, my old old babysitter—she's um, not old, but many years ago she was my babysitter—and <laughs> um, she actually looks like eighteen don't know how she does it but anyway um so she has a business and I reached out to her and said look you know I'm trying to I've been blogging for a while I've been you know collaborating with brands and cafes and been creating content for them and posting it on my own socials and I'd love to get some more experience I don't need to get paid I just want some experience Mm -hmm. um so, cause I thought to myself, like I could go back and study, but then I'd be coming out at the exact same spot that everyone oh, else is. Uh-huh. So I want some real life experience. So I got a cafe that I was then managing their socials for free. I then got this opportunity to work with a business called Meet the Mentors, which just started introducing me to all sorts of business owners, which then led me to New York to help a um, business owner launch over in America. And I just sort of started building this momentum and to the point where I was ready to quit my full-time job and only in time for Corona to hit. So, um, it was a bit of a really difficult few months. Um, but I've just kept going through it, build, uh, working on myself, working on the business. And I happened to stumble across the lovely human that is Monique <laughs> from the socialista. <laughs> and, um, I was like this girl, she like, She's got the same energy as me. She like, she does videos, She does socials. She does coaching. Like we're so, so similar, but she's in Sydney and I'm in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to her and um, even when reaching out to her, I felt like a bit of an imposter the first time. I was like, she's so good. Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, But her and I just started chatting a little bit by little bit until the point that we were checking with each other every single Monday. (laughs) We never met each other, but we're like, right, Mon, how was your week last time, uh, last week, give me three wins and give me three things that you really want to get down this week. Mm-hmm. And um, we just send videos, you know, that way in our own time, if one of us was busy, it's not like, oh, we missed the Zoom call, where are we are going to check in or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Reels came out and Mon and I both started creating Reels and I called Mon probably in early October last year. And I said, Mon, It was the first
2: time I ever FaceTimed her. And I'm pretty sure mom was like,
1: why is she FaceTiming
2: me? Anyway. Because we would do do Monday morning dance parties. So before we'd start the day, you know, Monday was always my most productive day. It was like get in, get it done. Like that's I need to get so much done today. And here's Alicia. Hey, hey, let's have a dance party. So we'd set up our phones and she'd send me a video of her dancing to a song. And I'd send her a video to to me dancing to a song. And that would get us started for the day. And then she's FaceTimed me. I'm like, what is, mind you, I'm very new to the Apple world and I don't really FaceTime anyone. Uh, yep. And I get this FaceTime from Alicia. And now I'm hooked on FaceTiming her. Whenever I call her, I'm like, quick FaceTime, quick FaceTime. <laughs> but yeah, so he's oh, later. <laughs> and she's like, Monique, you know, Reels are so hot right now. What do you think of us doing a course? And I was like... I don't know, I just, because at this point, I had just finished doing my Instagram Reels Masterclass. So what I did is Reels came out because I have a background very much like Alicia um, in in video marketing, in creating videos, in digital media. Um, I created a... Instagram Reels Masterclass for people on my social media. Um, you pay $25 and you get access to watch me live doing a tutorial on how to create Reels, everything you need to know, fundamentals, aspects that you need to be aware of, etc. And I just launched this. I got like a hundred and something people into that, which was incredible because it's the first time I'd launched anything to a large scale like that. And she'd messaged me. And I was like, oh, how would this be, you know, how would this be different to my masterclass? Why would anyone want to buy it? You know, they've just bought my masterclass. Yes, it's a one hour class, but this is a lot more money, et cetera. And she's like, Monique, we're going to do it differently. This is going to be a full on course. It's going to be so good. We're going to be able to teach so much. And I was like, you know what? I'm in. And you know, when you get people and they're like, oh, I haven't seen you in ages, babe. Like, let's hang out for coffee. You know, oh, yeah, awesome. Let's hang out for coffee. And then it never happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: With Alicia, it always happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, how I good is, and such so then, a compliment. And <laughs> so the magic of reels, right, is you both are like, you were doing them, but you were like, listen, there's an opportunity here. We, yep. you know, we've got COVID, You know, like you said, Alicia, things weren't necessarily going well for you. Monique, you're like, you're testing other things also, but you guys like, help, you're like, screw it, really, fuck it, we're in. Do you know what I mean? Let's do this that makes it happen. So then, because you guys both, again, do very different styles of Instagram reels. There's similarities, right? But you still bring your own flair to the party. And so let's just start now. I don't like to assume because that will make an ass of all of us. But there could be people out there that don't understand Instagram Reels collectively, right? So yeah. it's not uncommon. You know, I get—I run a Facebook community called the Women in Business Collaborative. There's about eight thousand women from around the world in that group in Facebook. Super active community, but we get asked questions that are like, "So what really is this real deal, right?" And whereas I just assume because I'm in this space that everyone knows. So let's start with the foundations here. Who wants to hit me up with just telling me the basics about what are Instagram Reels? And it really did mean concise two to three sentences. Do you mean like, what is it? All right. So um, Instagram Reels is
1: short, engaging content that allows your audience to connect and convert, right? It is short video content that allows your audience to hear or see a... Um, You it allows your audience to easily communicate a message with you that is then memorable. Like, oh, you've you've put me on the spot with only a few uh, only a few sentences. I was like, I've got this, I've got this. I was like, I
2: don't have this. Alicia Um, isn't a is an elaborator.
1: I'm an elaborator. I have all my segues. Which freeway shall we jump on today? Um, but no. So look, when I say this, this is what I love about reels. There's that many things, but Instagram reels is pretty. Um, the way that we're all going, we all have really short attention spans, right? And Instagram Reels and TikTok are only making that shorter and shorter. So if you are on Instagram, if you're on social media, if you're trying to market your business, yes, it's important to learn Reels. But what you're going to learn from creating and understanding the strategy behind Reels is going to be able to be applied in every type of your marketing, right? Because keeping in mind that everyone's attention span is getting shorter and shorter, if we're able to keep that in mind all the time and ensure that we cut the fluff, we get mm-hmm. straight to the point, we grab their attention. And for Instagram, our goal with our reels is to stop the scroll. Yeah. Stop you from scrolling any further past our message, past what we're selling, past what we're helping you learn. That is what Reels
0: is doing, really. It's building that connection and it's building those conversions. So those videos I've done, I've done Reels. So but for those that don't, those Reels are what type of time frame? Like you talk about short snippets. What type of time frame do business owners have in order to get that Reel and that no fluff messaging condensed and out there to their audience?
2: Yeah, so reels are you've got two options. You've got 15 seconds or you have 30 seconds to get your message across. Mm-hmm. And we really do push you to do reels within 15 seconds because like Alicia said, attention span is so so little right now and so the faster you can get your message out there the better.
0: Mhm. Now, with reels, though, for those instant again, just I'm saying real short, but again, Instagram reels, just in case we need to clarify for those out there. Obviously, let's be honest, it's a bit of a direct ripoff from TikTok, really, let's oh, yeah. be honest. But again, everyone, do you know what I mean? I believe there's room for everyone in the market, really, if you run from that place. I run from a place of abundance, not scarcity. Uh, Instagram and then might not think that way, but I do. So tell me, though, like, What's the biggest differences you've seen between, you know, these short snippets, 15 to 30 seconds over on TikTok versus Instagram? Is there much of a difference or do you feel, feel like Instagram's got a bit more of a competitive edge? What are your thoughts? So the big thing with Instagram, right, is and
1: I've had a lot of people like, oh, you want TikTok, And I'm like, look, Instagram is my happy place, right? Instagram mm-hmm. is the place that I have the best connections, the best conversions. Um, my audience is on Instagram. Uh So firstly, I thought to myself, right, like I'm happy to put what I create for Reels on TikTok and if it works, it works, but I'm not going to spend my time and effort trying to also cover a whole other platform. The biggest thing that I tell our students, the biggest thing that Mon and I are constantly, you know, in coaching sessions and in Rising Reels, we're saying is that TikTok is the complete opposite to Instagram, really. Mm -hmm. It is quantity over quality, Mm -hmm. right? They want you to just be getting out content after content after content after content, right? I remember when I was looking at getting onto TikTok and they're like, yeah, if you want to go viral, if you want to, you know, build your following on TikTok, you need to be posting three, four times a day. I was like, who the heck has time for doing that? Mm -hmm. So that's the difference with TikTok and with Instagram. It is all about quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. It is all about if you're going to post a reel, right, if it's just something you would post on your story, it's just like a pan across your products, don't, Mm -hmm. right? Unless it's creative, unless it's going to be unique and engage your audience, then Mm -hmm. don't post it as a reel. It is reels at the start. Everyone thought, oh, it's the power of reels. Just because I post a reel, it'll go viral. And it wasn't the case then and it absolutely isn't the case now. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think there's those few key differences but um, especially that the whole quality over quantity
0: versus quantity over quality is the biggest one. No, fantastic. And do you guys think Reels, you know, is just another trend, just another thing that Instagram's trying to push on people for the benefit of their own stakeholders? Or do you feel that Instagram Reels will be here for a little bit longer than that?
2: I think it will be here until like the end because uh, Instagram hasn't pushed a feature like this before. Ever right Instagram stories was kind of out there, and everyone started to use it. Then Snapchat has now died essentially. I don't know the last time I've used Snapchat, so now everyone just used Instagram Reels. Um, so Instagram Stories, because um, Instagram is pushing out Reels so much, I think it's there to stay, and it might even evolve a little bit more and become more personalized to Instagram. Which I feel like will happen over the over the course of the next few months, but um, I definitely think it's here to stay. And right now, there is no better time to jump on Reels than now because Instagram is making it such a prominent feature on the feed. I'll scroll through, and I'll see videos from over a week ago. Mm-hmm. I get people commenting on my reels from three weeks ago saying that they had just seen it, saying that, oh, I love that tip that you gave me in this video that I just saw. And I was like, like, where else do you get that sort of reach? Where else do you get that sort of long shelf life um, effect of your reels or of any kind of content, right? You only get that long shelf life on your reels because they are being pushed out more than anything as well as being you know highlighted on hashtags and floating around and things like that as as, as like in a comparison to your actual posts right and that's that what I'm saying because I would say like again
0: for me is, is I've been podcasting now for almost three years right and so there are podcast episodes from three years ago that still get listened to every single week, right? But I look at podcasting slightly different from the angle. It's not a social media platform. Does that make sense? So it's like on social media, I totally agree that reels, the, the reach and the longevity of a piece of content and how far it can go is much greater by doing the reels. And Also, with Reels is it's going out to a broader audience, whereas your stories are only going out to those people who follow us, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, again, how can you bring new people into your ecosystem and in a fast, concise, no fluff, efficient way that has longevity, Reels is going to give you that added bonus.
1: Yeah. And can I say with that as well, because mom was just saying that, especially on the hashtag front, like this is one of my favorite stories, whether it was on our lives before Rise of Reels, whether it was to our Reelers. This is one of my. I love telling this story because um, it's a just a prime example, right? I um, I got a friend of mine. She's trying to get into radio. She's trying to build herself as a bit of a you know radio personality, and um, she's incredible. But she just needs to get herself out there. So I said, right, Hannah. You know, reels are now happening. You're about to go into two weeks quarantine and hotel quarantine, and you've got to get on them. What else are you going to do with your time? You know, this mm-hmm. is a fantastic time. This was back in. I reckon this was back in November last year, probably earlier. And the other day, the other day I was searching, um, I was searching a hashtag and, and and I just sort of, of, you know, also highlight Hannah. She's amazing, but she definitely doesn't have the audience because she's just changing from a personal account. She's probably got maybe a thousand or something uh, followers there. And she posted this reel during uh, her quarantine and it was to the song Bye Bye Bye. And she was pretty much saying, you know, what I'm saying goodbye to, you know, this year. And she's got a good personality. So she's got this energy in it. And literally just the other week, I found her in one of the hashtags in the top spot. And this is three and a half months later. Mm. She is still in the top spot for her reel. And I was like, oh my gosh. I sent it to her and she's like, oh, I can't believe that. Like what? You know, I'm still getting traction on it. And I checked out some of the other hashtags and some of these are big hashtags. Some of these are like, you know, 500, 600,000 posts and she's number one three months, three and a half months later. So
0: like that right there is the pure evidence for you. Yep. And again, the beauty of understanding is that yeah, hashtags can still be infused within reels. You know, there's a lot of people like, oh, do I use hashtags? Do I not use hashtags? And my yeah. philosophy is like, well, why wouldn't you? If it's going to give you an added bonus and you're going to be searched and are found, why would you keep those off? Right? Like it's like, I just think that's a bit of a, you know, but again, it's all about learning. And and that's one of the things I want I want you guys to tell. I mean, that's one example, Alicia, that you share about your friend who's still being found by hashtags. But I'm curious to know though, collecti- collectively though, what are some of the other benefits that businesses can see when they use Reels for the growth of their business?
2: Yeah. So not only does it push out the reach, but it also showcases a certain type of personality and a certain life Mm -hmm. to your page that you wouldn't see before. So for example, if you scroll through your page, my page, Alicia's page, you'll see the posts that we used to do, which were just normal static photos, branded photography photos of us, maybe some flat lays, maybe some graphics, things like that. But when you look at it, it's just lifeless. There's nothing going on. There's there's no movement. There's no no personality to it, right? You need to actually click into the video, into the post to read the caption, to get some sort of idea of what their personality is like and how they write. But Reels gives business owners and gives brands an opportunity to showcase their best light, to showcase Mm -hmm. their best side. I felt like before Reels came out, I was just coasting along doing what, what I had to do, just I never really felt fulfilled in, in Instagram. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. But I, I always felt like there was something more to do, right? Yeah. As soon as they brought out Reels, the first day it came out, I did a Reel about Reels being out. <laughs> yeah, And then I did my next Reel, which was um about my my second business birthday. And that was like the next day. And so as soon as Reels came out, I was like straight on it. Awesome. Let's do it. That reel to this day is one of my most iconic reels Mm -hmm. ever, right? Because one, I was an early adapter. I was one of the first people to create a reel. Mm -hmm. Two, I used a really iconic song. And three, I was able to showcase my personality inside that reel. I get messages. Like right now, I'm looking at a message that has just come through. Someone saying, "Um, I absolutely love your energy. Your smile makes my day. Um, You know, keep doing what you Right, and so that kind of stuff it, it warms my heart because, and in, in amongst the world that we live in right now, we've got COVID, we've got all these you know negative things happening. And if I can make one person smile, if I can make one person happy, I feel like I've done my job. I've been able to use my personal, personality, use my identity to make someone's day brighter and make it something that they look forward to each week. Even if it is three times a week, they're looking forward to it. So yeah, one thousand percent, one
1: thousand percent, and as well, Mon like. Um, you know, that's one big thing is when you put all this effort in to see that it's actually doing something, to see yeah. that it's actually being appreciated. Like Mon and I, we're pretty good at going through and commenting back and stuff. Sometimes it does get a bit out of control, but like, I really do say, I'm like, thank you so much. Like, I really, people are just like, I love this. I'm like, that little comment is amazing. And um, I think as well, we've seen such incredible results with our realers yeah. that it's just Proof, proof and pudding. Like, you know, people say, Oh, I don't have the right industry, or I'm product-based, it's not gonna work, or it's you know, I'm a personal brand, it's not gonna work. And mm-hmm. we say, look, this is one of the best things, right? You're coming to Monique and I, and Monique and I have both worked with the biggest range through Rise with Reels and through our Reels clients and coaching. We have worked with such a wide range of industries and have seen such incredible results. And for an example, one of our Reelers, um, her name's uh, Bushra, Learn With Miss B. She started Rise With Reels. Um, She just finished a short little program that I was running called Become the Face of Your Brand. So she was getting in front of the camera a little bit more. And she said to me, she's like, oh, I've done Reels coaching with you already. But like, you know, do you think it's beneficial? And I said, absolutely. You're getting two for the price of one we're not holding back. Right. Mm -hmm. And she started the rise with course. She just moved into a new studio. She had five students. So she has a school readiness program with kids and she had five students and she finished the course and she is just known in the area, right? She's so known well in the area that she's completely booked out. She's got families on the wait list. She's got, you know, her products online going crazy and she's just grown and, for her and it's happened with quite a few of our realists but for them to come back and be like Mon and Alicia like you have as cliche as it sounds like you've actually changed
2: my life yeah changed my life my business everything yeah. like we got a message both Alicia and I um separately from Eileen from the Crystal Project and this was uh, I remember sitting down in the lounge and it was about Christmas time Eileen messaged us um separately and said hey um Monique came hey on um hey Alicia I just want to. Can you please send me your address because I want to send you a gift? I cannot thank you enough for what you have done for my business. Not only have you transformed my business, but this is actually the first time I've ever put my face on my brand. I'm making sales. I'm turning off my ads because my ads are, because my reels are performing better than my ads. And I physically could not. Do this without you, and so she sent us um, her her crystal necklaces and a few um, amethyst loose stones. And the message that came along with that, literally, I almost wanted to cry because you know people might think from the outset, oh, she, they're just teaching people how to create reels, they're just teaching them how to create video content. No, it is so much more than that. We are teaching our Reelers, and by the way, Reelers is a term that we use for our students inside of our Rise with Reels course. Um, uh, yeah, we're, we're teaching um, our reelers not only to create reels, but to, to get the confidence to jump on the Instagram reels, to show their face, to become the face of their brands, to, to own their space and to grow both in their business and personally as well. Because a lot of people, you know, yes, they may own businesses, but they might be shy They might be a bit timid. They might be intimidated or or suffer from imposter syndrome. And the great part of the course is that not only are you supported by myself and Alicia, but you're also supported by the other people inside of the course as well. So both guys, girls, businesses, brands, products, like everyone there is to support everyone else. And that is just the biggest side effect that has come from this course and from creating reels in general.
0: And that's it. Yeah. And so the, my big thing is like the reels in general, the benefits that people are seeing is they're stepping into themselves. Right. So they're able to play bigger. They're able to build their confidence while they're doing that. They're also doing building their brand, their business. They're also like getting those conversions to, you know, through products, both service and or econ based products. Right. But I'd also go one step further is that you've touched a little bit upon about the importance of that reels allow you to have a personality and in a space where everything is so stagnant, right? Just because of an image or whatever, and you've got to kind of guess someone's personality is, you know, I'm very big. There's B2B and B2C marketing, but I'm very big about human to human marketing, which is around the experience and interaction one faces with a particular brand, right? And what I've found is that reels will help to enhance the human to human marketing, right? Because Mm -hmm. it allows people to actually experience what it would be like potentially to work with that person or to use one of those person's products, or to be in their energy. And I believe that individuals collectively, whether or not you're doing reels or not, those individuals that choose not to embrace human-to-human marketing, where you're creating an experience and an interaction with those clients, not someone just who's a transaction, people are humans, is that your business will get left behind if you choose not to. So to me, reels has been another Outlet that people can really enhance at human to human marketing and a fun, playful, but also return on investment way. Thousand percent, and as well,
1: like the biggest, biggest thing is that Instagram is absolutely saturated um, with you know, if you are a you know social media manager, if you are a skincare product, Instagram is absolutely saturated with them. So. The only thing, the only thing that differentiates you at the end of the day, or the biggest thing that differentiates you, is you. So yeah. I, there's been so many people, and I'm like, to be honest, I never would have considered to buy from you, if I'm very, very honest, because you know these bigger brands have a bit more social proof, and um, you know their content is always looking perfect, etc. Right? What I look for, but this brand uh, by their reels just allows me to see them, and I'm like. I'm so glad you made Reels because I want more of you and I want to support you as well. So it really is spot on there.
0: women in business, get ready to ignite your success and elevate your game. Join me for an exclusive three-day Women in Business Conference from October 31st to November 2nd at the breathtaking Gold Coast, Australia. Designed exclusively for online business owners, service-based business owners, coaches, consultants, and course creators. What to expect at this amazing three-day Women in Business Conference? Expect an immersive experience filled with fun, empowering keynote speakers, interactive workshops, networking opportunities with other successful business owners. Gain valuable insights, forge meaningful connections, and leave inspired to take your business to new heights. And what are you guys seeing in regards to are the five biggest mistakes that people are making when they do decide to start using reels?
1: I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> Mon, do you want to um, uh, tell Angela our little – we've got a little present for you today, Angela. Okay, yeah, I do love a good yes,
2: present. But we'll, get through, we'll get to the present at the end. I'll yeah. actually let Alicia announce the present. But um, what Alicia and I like to do is do like a rapid fire. What are our <laughs> – what are the biggest mistakes that we'll see? So I'll go first and I'll, I'll throw it over to you, Lish. So yeah sounds good. Um, the biggest mistake that I see on Instagram Reels is when people do Reels and their whole face is cut off in the feed. So mm-hmm. Instagram has three different dimensions that you need to keep in mind. Every single time you're creating a Reel, you have your Instagram Reel dimension, which is nine by 16. And that is the same dimensions as TikTok and the same as your Instagram stories. Now- when you record your Reels in Reels, you have access to the 9 by 16 screen, which means people usually fill up the whole screen with their whole body or their whole face. But when that then gets posted to your feed, right, it gets cropped to the Instagram feed dimensions, mm-hmm. right? And those dimensions are smaller. So it crops off the top and the bottom, which means most times the head is almost fully gone, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have the third dimension, which is the Instagram, um, your Instagram profile dimension. So when you're looking at your grid, and you know how sometimes you want that aesthetic look, you want it totally, totally nice and pretty, um, and planned out. But you are now using your one of the, the frames inside of Reels. Your head is completely cut off. It's probably just your boobs showing with some writing there. <laughs> right, yeah. And who, who wants to see that, right? Yeah. So. Um, It's really important to make sure that you are recording it with enough space so that you are um, seen on the Instagram Reels and the feed dimensions, then adding a cover image that suits the one by one frame of your Instagram profile. So your Instagram grid, which we have just created Instagram um, Reel templates for that to make sure that you aren't having random text or photos that are outside of the frame. It's all within the frame.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. No, fantastic. That's one mistake people are. Do you, know what you mean messing up the cropping? Do you know what I mean? What's oh. another mistake that you guys are seeing people make? All right, we're going to
1: keep flying through these. So the next one is energy. Um, you know, Mon and I, as Mon said this uh, just before, she got a message saying, "I love your energy." If people leave watching your reel and they feel like they haven't had a good time, or you look bored, you look like you don't want to be there, you look embarrassed. Um, if you're not got that sort of energy, then your reel isn't going to be as successful. If you look like you're happy to be there, people are going to want to want more of you, and they're going to want to buy into your products, your
2: services, and
1: you.
0: Yep, perfect.
2: I love that. That is so good. Um, my next uh, pet peeve for for it is when people put their text anywhere on the reel, right? So it could be above their head, it could be below. If it isn't within the dimensions of your feed, it gets cropped. So no one can actually see what you're saying. No one can actually read what you're writing there. Mm -hmm. So it just makes it look really unprofessional. It makes it harder for your audience. Essentially, you want to make it as easy as possible for your audience to consume your content because people are lazy now. And that's no fault of our own. It's just because the way that life is going, everything is easily accessible. And if we have to work for it, we don't want it. Mm -hmm. So why make it harder for your audience? Make it super easy to then, Alicia.
1: Spot on, spot on. So yeah, making it really digestible, really important. Next one is definitely going to be, this. we've got a few, so I'm like, which one do I go next? Um, But the next one is, again, it's a short one, right? Talk to one person. You are not talking to someone who's sitting there with five people behind their phone. They're going to be there by themselves majority of the time watching your reel, watching your content. So instead of you guys, cut out you guys and just say, you say, no, what are, are you struggling with this? Or are you guys struggling with this? Instantly, I'm sort of taken out and I'm not really feeling like you're talking directly to me. If mm-hmm. you keep it to, I know you need this. I'm mm-hmm. instantly as the person looking and consuming your content, I'm going to like, Oh, okay. All right. I'm listening. I'm listening. What are you about to give me? Mm-hmm. So that's a big one. Try your hardest to cut out you guys, And just replace it with you in your first few, you'll go through a lot of modern my reels and you'll see that you is very, very frequently used in the first few moments of our reels. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
2: Uh, Lucky last, number five is probably one of my Nalisha's favorite things to do. It's the three second rule. This is what we teach inside of our Instagram Reels course. Um, We go into depth on this, but I'll give you a quick little snippet um, of that. So essentially, as we were saying before, our attention span is quite short. We are now reduced down to three seconds for our attention span. So you have three seconds to entice your audience, whether that be a hook at the start of your reel that entices your audience, that reels them in, or a transition at the start, Alicia's most uh, famous reel is Don't Blame the Algorithm. If you go through her page, scroll down, you will find it. It is trumping her her views at the moment, which is incredible. But if you watch that reel, you will notice in the first three seconds, she claps into the camera really, really fast on beat with the music that allows her audience to be like, oh, wait, what's happening? You wake them up out of their slumber, right? Because how many times are you scrolling mindlessly through Instagram Instagram your feed right yeah 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 so many times but now alicia's gone and gone like a clap and a clap automatically you're you're like what what's happening what's going on so you are enticed you were drawn in to watch the rest because now your attention is switched on and you're ready to consume her content you're ready to understand what she's saying and you're ready to reach out to her which then equals a conversion so not all of this is about reach and views and you know getting your brands out there but it's actually about Making it easier for your audience to convert with you.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I love it, and because the thing is, is like you said, the attention span—you know—it is going less and less and less, and so it is up to us. It's our responsibility in order to guide our consumers in the most easiest way and digestible way that they're able to consume that content. Again, it's up us to up to to us to make sure that it's disruptive, that we're able to stop the scroll. You know, you can't blame anyone else, right? So it's like really at the end of the day. As business owners, it's our responsibility to be creative and do it strategically in order for things to work and allow our consumers to do and get better and better on whatever it is that we're teaching them. So, yes. So I love it. Now, we've talked about mistakes. We've talked about, you know, like the benefits. We've talked about a variety of different things, whether or not it's going to be a trend, you know, et cetera. There's, I see a lot out there in different groups where people are like, yeah, Reels are great, but I've, I'm out of ideas. I never know. And I'm like, well, listen, there's always ideas if you're looking for opportunity. But for those people who are always like stumped on what types of things or how Reels would work for them, could you just give us a few examples, maybe like a couple of what could a service-based business do with Reels in order to you know, engage the audience, create that experience and interaction? And what are a couple uh, examples of maybe what a product-based business could do with Reels?
1: Amazing. Amazing. So I love this one. Um, And it's such an important one. Um, And that's why we have, you know, that's why we actually created eBooks with content ideas. That's why we created a whole module on creating content that stops the scroll. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's a few things that we definitely recommend. And it really is just a barrier that, Our reelers that you who are listening right now, you're struggling to create reels because you've got a barrier in front of you that is so easily removed, but we just got to get past it, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to first completely understand who you're creating reels for. Then you need to just understand what are they struggling with? Because that's what you're going to be creating every time. If you are a service-based business, every time you hear a pain point of your clients, of your customers, right? Every time you hear this, that is a reel right there. I had a question the other day and they said, oh, how often should I be posting? How often should I be posting reels? I was like, I'm going to write this down for later and that's my reel tomorrow. Um, So it is literally those frequently asked questions, those struggle points. um, And it doesn't, you know, you can have the educational stuff. You know, this is how many times you should be doing this or five ways that you can get better sleep. Or, you know, these little bits of educational and help, or you can do the relatable things. And it's like, okay, so my audience is struggling with, um, you know, my audience, I have so many of them are like, oh, Alicia, you know, I set my alarm and I somehow missed it. I set it to PM instead of AM. And, uh, you know, so I was like, oh, this could be a relatable reel. You know, a lot of people have made the little mistake of when they think their alarm's going to go off and they miss it. I'm like, this could be a reel. So the struggle points, you're able to so quickly write them down and create reels into them. Because if one person, if two people are struggling with them, then majority of your audience, chances are they're going to be struggling with the same thing. And there's your content right there.
0: I love it. And so, like, again, just really honing in on what are you know? What are the common you know what I mean words that people are saying? What are they commenting on on your either wherever do you mean Facebook group, Instagram, whatever? You'll start to see the trends that start to come up. You know, either write that down in your notebook on, on your iPhone wherever. And again, it's just as easy as that starting do you know what I mean to create? And speaking of starting though, is I'm curious to know. I mean. Listen, there's a lot of information out there. And yes, I know you guys have a course, but for those people that are like, listen, we'll talk about the course in a minute. But if they're just like, I really just want to have a go with this, I just want to genuine you know I mean, test the waters on getting started with Rails. What is the bare basics that they need? Like, what would you guys be saying to people? Like nothing flash, nothing high tech. They might not even have music, do you know I mean that they want to do? You know, what's the best way for businesses truly just to start getting started?
2: Great question. This is actually how I started. So I when when reels first came out I didn't I literally all I had was my phone I didn't have a tripod didn't have a ring light nothing so what I did is I didn't let that stop me from creating reels that were going to potentially skyrocket my business there are always things in life in business where you're like okay if I get that one thing then I'll be able to do this or if I if I get this amount of money then I'll be able to invest in this no you need to make it work with what you have now right so what I did, I actually did a reel about this. I got my phone and I tied a piece of ribbon around the phone huh? and then I put it in my windowsill and I closed the windowsill on the other end of the ribbon. That way it held my phone in an angle that allowed me to do reels. Now, probably the first 15 reels that I did, maybe even more, maybe the first 20, 25 reels that I did all use this technique and all in the same room because I didn't have a tripod. Um, so I would, yes, say not to let these, you know, the flashy things kind of get in the way of you trying to create reels and and bettering your business and yourself. So work with what you have and and really just make it work. Um, But I would say you don't need a tripod. You can just use a ribbon, but you can go to Kmart if you're in Australia and buy a a tripod for $19. So it's so worth it. Um, And just start, you know, it really just depends on what kind of business you're in. If you're product based, okay, do a you know come pack an order with me, do a um, you know a day in the life, mm-hmm. something easy, something that you're already kind of doing on your on your stories. Maybe even do a tutorial on how to use the product, right? Mm-hmm. Different ways you can use a product, how you can pack it away, just things like that that people are interested in knowing. Then, if you're service based, it also again depends on what kind of service based business you are. But give you know my three tips to mm-hmm. the biggest pack to. And and really educate your audience that way. So I would say they are the, the best places to start in terms of generating the content ideas and in terms of equipment, all you need is your phone. That's
0: fantastic. Love it. Alicia, did you have anything else you
1: wanted to add? Yeah, so absolutely so spot on with exactly what Ron said. And that's one of the biggest things as well. Like we've heard all the sort of barriers of oh, this is why I'm not posting reels. And that is one of them. That is why a lot of people don't start because like, oh, I'm just waiting to get my new phone or I'm just waiting, I'm getting a camera. But one of the things I love most about reels, and I say again, I say this a lot, one of the things I love most, but literally is the fact that people want to consume reels that aren't super polished, you know? And when I say super polished, I mean, when people start seeing videos and it looks such high quality, it's, you know, Foregrounds in focus back, like it's obvious that someone has used a videographer or used a fancy camera, right? Mm -hmm. Our brains, we are so wired with all the ads that we see on social media, we instantly sort of disconnect in a way. And so one of the things that's big on TikTok and it's the same with Instagram is some of the best results do not come from a fancy camera. They Mm -hmm. instead come from your iPhone. Our iPhones our Samsung's. Our smartphones have got high enough quality now that all you need is your phone and, you know, a ribbon, or I used to use a shelf before I had my ring light, just natural light and a shelf. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would use it on that. People, as soon as they see a fancy camera video, they're sort of going to switch off. They're like, it's a little bit hard to relate because it's this very, very high quality, high production value. It's not this sort of easy to really connect with so Mm -hmm. that's a big one as well I just wanted to remind exactly what mom said but just that's one of the cases why we say all you need is a phone because that's what people really are able to relate connect and I really stopping because they're like okay all right this is
0: not an ad this is just someone telling me something all right I'm ready hit me Mm -hmm. and I think too it's like I'm all about as a business consultant, imperfect action is better than perfect, right? It's that you've got so much to learn. Again, if you're able to just to get out there and put yourself out there, there's going to be benefits regardless. Do you mean even if it's really, really bad, there's still benefits, okay? And you learn from those benefits also. You learn from those mistakes because that's what becomes the lessons you need in order to grow and do it better, And, you know, you look at data, you know, you think about when people launch, we all start with zero followers, we all start with zero, et cetera, zero people in our courses, zero everything. And it's going to be the same with reels, you're going to start with zero people watching you, and then it's going to slowly increase and increase and increase. And as it increases, like you said, you might make a little bit more money, you might buy a little bit more better equipment, you might have more time. But I'm all about to start somewhere. Start somewhere and see what works for you. Test it. If it works for you, great. Do more. If it doesn't, do you mean it's okay to let it go and try something else? But just test because so often people are self-sabotaging their own success because they think they need the new phone or they need the new outfit or they need perfect lighting. Just fucking do it,
2: right? Because if you do it,
0: things are gonna good. Things will still happen.
2: Exactly. And one thing I was actually saying yesterday on a live, um, it's from a book called Big Magic, and it's about um, it's Mm -hmm. about ideas, right? ideas aren't always well really ideas are never really your own right so exactly the right they, they float to you they sit in you and if you don't do anything with it it's going to go and float onto someone else mm-hmm. and in two months time you're going to look up you're going to go onto instagram and see that someone else has done the exact same idea that's not because of them, they've stolen an idea. It's because you haven't done anything with it because you're waiting for the perfect time. You're waiting for this to come in. You're waiting for that new camera, that new phone. But if you wait, you're losing so much. There is so much opportunity that you are losing. And there's a reason why that idea came to you in the time that it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was I agree cool. it's a
0: great book I mean the universe is nudging you for a reason right uh-huh. it continues to nudge you even if like you're saying the they like yeah I should have done that reel. nudges you again really do that real did it again and then all of a sudden you're scrolling and you're like damn it that was my idea I had that idea. That person's gone and stolen it. And it's like, actually, no, the universe got sick and tired of your ass sitting there doing nothing. The universe is like, I'm just passing this idea on to someone else from the book. So I totally agree with you. It's just like, just do it, right? And no idea is ever ours, but you can start from somewhere. I'm like, just start. You know, one of the things though that I do here often inside of my one-to-one clients, my mastermind, my 12-month accelerator program, my group, podcast guests, et cetera. Oh, God, Ange, another thing I have to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, Reels, we now have Clubhouse, we have still Facebook groups, we've got ads, you know, and my thing is, is you can't do everything. You can't be everywhere. I mean, you can if you've got big teams and a shit ton of money, right? But that's not the reality for the majority of small businesses, you know, and the other thing that I want to say is you're not doing business for shits and giggles, Right. You need to have a strategy and think about how does this fit within my funnel and my offers and how will I get an ROI from doing whether or not that's Instagram reels or whether or not that's starting a podcast. And I talk a lot inside my paid groups around bandwidth, not to mention the bandwidth. What is your bandwidth right now to jump in and start creating reels? If you've got a brand new newborn, or you've just started a brand new job, and you're also trying to get this other business up, or if you're in lockdown with COVID, maybe your bandwidth, you're right, give yourself some slack. Maybe doing Reels isn't the right time for you right now, right? It doesn't mean it's forever, but really think about it. other thing that I want to talk about, too, is like Instagram holistically is like a department store. You've got a regular feed. You've got stories. You've got Reels. You've got IGTV. You've got live. It's a full-time job just for that platform, let alone any other platform. So my thing is, is for those listeners that are out there and I get that question often, should I be on Reels and or should I shouldn't? And after literally supporting thousands of women over my time, is A, think about the quality of content. And I know you guys talk a lot often about this too on your your own stories, on your own Instagram feed, just collectively. But before you jump into Reels or any other program, I just wanna remind you and ask yourself, is my audience consuming content on this platform? Yeah, and if not, it might not be the right freaking platform, people. All right, just because everyone else is doing reels, if they're not there, don't do it. All right, if they are, then I'd like you just to ask yourself, what brings me joy? What feels effortless to me? Choose one to start with and just do it well. Right? Again, if it if what brings you joy is stories, because it's easy and that's your bandwidth, then start with freaking stories and just do those well. Right? And I also talk about two other things. I talk about know how this is going to fit into your business strategy. How is this going to help meet my goals? How is it top of funnel, mid funnel, or bottom of the funnel? Because again, we're not here for shits and giggles. You're not spending I mean, 30, 40 minutes creating a reel, right? Just for fun. You're not, I mean, I don't know anyone that's just doing it seriously. I mean, there's probably people doing it firm, but I'm in the business space. People, there's an objective behind what they're doing. And again, your bandwidth. Because the other thing is, is consistency plays a significant role with your business as a whole, not just on reels. So those are the things, again, that I just want to say from a business consulting perspective, right, is it's a question I get asked, but do I have to do it again? No, you don't, but consider what platform does work well. So what are your thoughts about choosing one thing and doing it well, creating that quality content versus a shit ton of content? And really, what are your thoughts about people still needing a strategy for reels or just in general?
2: Good. Okay, so I'll start first, and I'll throw it over to Alicia. But um, in terms, I really want to touch on consistency, right? you don't need to be posting seven reels a day for you to grow, right? You don't need to be posting seven posts a day for you to grow. Mm -hmm. If you have the capacity to create one reel and do that one reel really well, then do that one reel really well, right? Mm -hmm. There is no point stretching yourself way too thin across, you know, seven different reels, maybe even five different reels. If they're just going to look shitty, they're just going to look low quality. They're not going to attract your audience and they're not going to get the results that you want them to get. So instead focus your your focus on your strengths and focus on what your audience wants and what they what they need mm-hmm. and then create content that way um mm-hmm. that way you're not kind of throwing too much at the wall and seeing what what,
0: what hits
2: yeah what behind that and Alicia will go into the strategy um did you want to touch on that leash
1: yes I sure did I was just having a little bit of a sip of my coffee and didn't want you to have the slurping noises <laughs> but um uh, yes yeah spot on and and that's the thing right is mon and i have both identified that um instagram is where we're getting the best results for our business and um this, for a lot of our um you know for a lot of our clients for a lot of um, people it may be pinterest it may be facebook and that is identifying where you're getting the best results is one of the most efficient things you can do for reels one thing that i love is that a lot of people, primarily obviously our students because we have the most interaction with them, but they're like, okay, at first, yes, it took a while, but I'm actually spending less time on my content now. I'm mm-hmm. actually having more fun with my content now because reels are really enjoyable. I don't get stressed. I'm not posting the same graphic, same boring graphic that someone else is posting. Mm-hmm. So definitely I completely agree with you. If it's not within your bandwidth, um It's not worth posting one really good one and then be like, oh, well, that was good, but I can't really commit to posting another one for a few months. Mm -hmm. Like it's just Monique and I, we both posted for about a month of three to four reels per week. Um, And that's not if everyone's different, but that is how many reels we were posting for a month before we started seeing some really good results the best part about that was we also then built our understanding on top of our, you know, understanding of video and marketing within video, but we started understanding reels and testing. Okay. That didn't work. That did. But um, I, yeah, 100%. If you aren't going to do something well, especially on Instagram, then don't do it because if it's a crappy uh, story, people are just going to swipe on next. Mm -hmm. If you are resharing, you know, a lot of product based businesses, for example, um, they just share every single reshare. You know, they've got people buying their products. Great. We want social proof. Yes. But at the end of the day, if you've reshared, you know, 30 people who have shared your product in the one day on 30 different stories, your dropout rate is going to be her- like ridiculous. Right. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes for any type of your content. If it is not quality, you're more likely to do yourself, your business. Um, your account harm because people are gonna be like, oh well, you know, Alicia's reel was crap, so you know, her, all her reels have been pretty bad. So like, no, nah, I'm gonna either unfollow, I'm gonna swipe past, and Instagram's gonna
2: pick up on that. And also, what is so if you're say, for example, a product based business or even a service based business, um, if your if your reels are bad, maybe your posts are bad, whatever that might look like, what does that say about your products or your service, mm-hmm. right? Your Instagram is your digital shop front. Mm-hmm. You don't want your, your, your brick and mortar shop front to be, you know, full of, of stuff, cluttered. The colors are all wrong. Everything's crazy. You wouldn't want that because that's going to deter people from coming to buy from you, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with your Instagram. Your Instagram reels need to be on point in terms of they need to be on brand with your brand colors. They need to be in focus. They need to have the right sort of dimensions and the text needs to be in the right place. For you to be able to get the get the you know, the reach that you wanted and for it to actually convert your followers into clients and customers, because really that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we're not here for shits and gigs, we're here to make money. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that is through Instagram Reels. Like both Alicia and I have been booked out for months just mm-hmm. because of Reels. Before this, we were we were good, we were successful in our businesses, but this is like another level. We physically do not have time to just sit down and do nothing because there is so much to do. Inquiries coming in every day, and that's just because of the quality of our reels, which then speaks volumes about the quality of our service. Mm
0: -hmm. Exactly. I mean, everything we do is a direct representation, right? The way we respond to people, the way we don't respond to people. Like, I'm about to do a mini rant, you know, when I do my discovery calls, when people probably call to inquire you guys, right? have some manners too right you know but it's, it's all about like anything we do it's a direct representation as well if you don't respond to me you don't do this i can only imagine what that would be like if you were a client i'd be waiting days for your stuff etc like every touch point is absolutely a direct reflection of what our potential business is like underneath the bonnet of the car right so it's so important now one of the things that i like about you guys and we did talk about this when we were on clubhouse together um, but it is something that I see. It's actually in my master class, you know, how to get to six figures without big numbers and big email lists and things like that. I talk about one of the four big mistakes that businesses make. And one of the mistakes that I see businesses make often is that they use social media only to use their business. Like everything's social media. They don't have a website. They don't have opt-ins. They don't have an email list. And that's what I love about you guys is you guys are you're utilizing Instagram, yes. But if Instagram closed down tomorrow, though it would suck, you guys are still growing your email list through your templates, other offers, you know, etc. So I also just want to remind people that regardless of what platform you're playing on, you know, you're building your assets in other people's real estate, other people's land, and you could lose it. I've seen in the last few weeks, 12 businesses get their ads account shut down. At time of recording, my own Facebook ads account went down for the second time in the last three weeks. People are losing their pages due to, you know, the rollout of the no news outlets in Facebook, not showing that in Australia anymore. So use Instagram, yes, but also make sure that you have your own real estate being built on your own land, right? So having a conversion of websites, owning your own blog articles, doing your own podcasts, SEO, you know search engine optimization, 44% of my traffic on any given month comes from SEO. So if I did lose everything, I still have a business, it would take a hit, but I'd still be alive. So and that's what I love is you guys also focus about getting people off of Instagram and into other people's ecosystem, like into your own ecosystem, so that you can still speak to them without being reliant on Instagram. So my final question to you guys is this is, People have started, let's just say, and they're testing it and they're like, okay, ready, I'm ready to go up a little bit more. Can you guys just wrap up really concisely, you know, how they're able to connect with you um, and where they could potentially can look at doing getting on the waitlist for your guys' course?
2: Awesome, awesome. So Rise with Reels, we are just about to announce that we are launching again for round three in May. So the start of May, we will be launching for round three. It's incredible. It is a four-week program. That teaches you from A to B, or really A to Z, how to create your Instagram Reels that leave a lasting impact on your audience to convert your followers into paying customers and clients. And the results that we've seen from our Reels already has been insane. It has been so great. So they can head to both myself or Alicia's Instagram. In our bio, we have a link there where you can join the waitlist. or depending on when you're listening to this, it might already be live. Um, but yeah, you can have a look through there and we have, um, yeah, you can purchase it through there. And we also have eBooks. So we have our Instagram Reels, Really Ready for 2021 eBook or our Ultimate Content Blueprint. And both of them contain so many content ideas. That you can use for your Instagram reels, and you can find that on both mine and Alicia's websites. And we also have a little gift for everyone inside here as well that Alicia can take away.
1: Yes. Oh, not take away, but we can give. Yes. Um, So, that away. (laughs) Yes, I will give that away finally. Um, I'm very impatient. That's why I get my little speeding tickets, robot (laughs) tickets, but um, uh, fingers crossed not. But anyway, um, so we have, I know we touched on a few little key mistakes that we see people making on Instagram reels. And, you know, Mon and I have, obviously we've created this course to give away everything, right? We don't want to hold back. We don't want to be those people that are like, you know, people finish our course and they're like, oh, I could have got that through their Instagram or I could have got that myself. Or, you know, I just don't feel like I really got much from it, right? That's, We never, ever, ever wanted that. So we really have included everything. And if there's something still to include, we'll go back and include it, you know, include it when it comes out. So one of the most loved um, videos within the actual course has definitely been, um, you know, it's a big one, but the common mistakes. And these are not the ones you see on Instagram Reels. When you're sliding through, it's not, you know, just about, um, you know, the text or the music or, you know, the key things that people keep telling you about. This goes in depth a whole lot more, and um, so we've put together the ultimate checklist for your Instagram reels, so that that way, when you are creating your next reel, you can quickly go through our checklist and you can tick it off. You can be like, "Yep, yep, yep, all right." I've gone through the checklist. I have given my reel the best chance of success. So um, we've got that checklist, and we'll give it over you to Angela um to, you know, if you want to include uh, include that sort of within the show notes or yeah, yeah. however you best way but we wanted to yeah thank everyone for listening to us today you've got to the end which is a it's a big one um (laughs) and uh and yeah we we really do appreciate and we want to see you grow
0: and shine in your reels as well yes we will include that link in the show notes so if you guys just send that through in an email my team and I will make sure that we include that in the show notes so that they can easily just click on it and download that asap so yes we would love to be able to do that again start you just have to start right That's again it. you starting is doing more than what the people on the couch eating bomb bombs and watching netflix and their underwear are doing right so just start now my final question before we wrap up though is for each of you is what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business
2: oh well, you go first you go first <sighs> what do i wish i knew i wish i knew the importance of building a brand I did I did have that and I did start building it, but I really wish I sewed into that more. Actually, I would also say the importance, I wish I invested in personal development. You took th- me. You took it. <laughs> it's because you heard me talk about it yesterday on the live, Alicia. <laughs> but um personal development, I could not, I could not say anything like, wow, what a mind-blowing experience. I I'm currently working with a coach. And, you know, when you're in business, you're like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know. I'm good. Like, I, it's fine. I don't have mindset blocks. I don't have money issues. Like, everything work is working smoothly. Then you start working with someone, you're like, what the hell, Monique? Like, are you serious? Like, did you really? And so... It's really just allowed me to um, step into the authority that I know that I have. It's allowed me to start charging the prices that I know I, I deserve. And it's allowed me to really understand the impact that I am making on businesses. Because when you look at it at face value, you're giving people tips you know, you're giving people tutorials on how to create Instagram reels. That's on face value. But it goes so much deeper than that. And doing all my personal development work, mindset work, money mindset work has really helped me understand what the like, there is so much more value in what I give and what both Alicia and I give and what we give inside this course. And yeah, it's been a huge game changer in terms of how I run my business, how we do this course and how we interact with our clients and and customers and things like that. Alicia your turn Sorry for jumping and killing your one no
1: but- that's yeah, all right that's- I was thinking I was like oh my gosh there's so much I learnt- I've learned I've learned already but like I I mean when I was getting started I was definitely not in my eyes ready to start a business I still wouldn't say I you know I'm ever ready and that's the biggest thing you know you're never going to be ready ready you know you're never going to be what you think is ready but if you start then you're going to be one step closer than you were um yesterday so Um, The biggest thing as well, going off from Mon, is the whole investing and mindset. Um, Monique and I were both sort of, um, Monique started looking for sort of a coach to help her um, develop the business further. And I was like, yes, this is a really, really good thing. And when Mon said, I found someone and this is how much, my mind was like, oh my gosh, that's how much? (laughs) But I stopped myself and I was like, oh my gosh, Mon, I've just done it, you know? This is what we talk about. This is what we say. For some reason, our minds—everyone seems to think, right? If you—if I came and I said, Mon, you know, I've just bought a house. It's you know, seven hundred k." Mom would be like, "Amazing! Congratulations! That's fantastic!" And I'm like, "Yeah, cool. Thank you." Um. And if I then came and I said, Mon, you know, um, I've just I've just paid for a business coach for the next ten, you know, year." and it was 20k or whatever, right? people are like, oh my gosh, like, whew. or even, you know, I've just signed up for this Rise With Reels course. It's 4 dollars They're like, oh my gosh, 4 dollars I mean, I spend that on Uber Eats in two weeks, but oh my gosh, you spent that much on your business, on yourself. And the biggest thing is, you know, I, oh, the amount of money I spent on my business last year was big, but I don't regret it at all because it allowed me to grow. And for someone to spend you know this x amount of money you can spend that on a house cool and yes obviously real estate is going to increase it's a nice investment but there is no better investment than yourself because yes. you know, if, if I spend say you know 20k on a business coach and over the next few months I'm increasing my overall income per month and it's going to change my life forever like I'm going to make that money back so quickly and my whole life is going to change because I made that investment and, you know, I believed in myself. I think that's one thing. Some people don't want to spend the money because they think, oh, well, you know, what if in a year's time I'm not doing good enough and, you know, I have to go back to nine to five or something. So definitely I think that mindset of investing in yourself is one of the biggest and best things I've learned.
0: Again, I think, you know, when people invest in themselves or when people pay, they pay attention. Right? That, I mean, that's the reality, right? You're more likely to open up emails. You're more likely to show up because you're like, I've got skin in the game. You know, I also talk often about the transaction, uh, the transformation occurs when the transaction takes place. It doesn't matter if it's a $10 transaction, it doesn't matter if it's an ebook, whether or not it's the Reels course, whether or not it's a $22,000 mastermind, right? people transform when they put money do you know what i mean absolutely right absolutely. and so again, i yeah. too can't you know i've been i've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars over the, the the years on doing masterminds and traveling around the world and the reality of it is is i wouldn't be where i am without it right because also something i talk often about is when you have the it's not just you're tapping into your coaches do you know what i mean network you're tapping into their network and your network equals your net worth so the yeah. more people, do you mean, know, that you surround yourself with and the more people that get to know you, they're more likely to refer to you, connect you to, to people who need you, and the list goes on. So I totally agree, personal development is key. Now, before we sign off, just a reminder uh, that my team and I will be putting together the show notes for this episode at AngelaHennison.com.au, which we will include the uh, checklist link uh, uh, that the girls have so generously given to us that you guys can start understanding a little bit more about what's working for you and what isn't. Uh, we'll also put the link in the show notes for the girls as Instagram Reels course, which will be fantastic for those of you who are ready to jump into that and start making some change. And for you both, thank you so much for uh, giving up your time today to come on and share a little bit about Instagram Reels, what's working, what are those mistakes, and how people can really just get started today. So thank you so much, guys. I appreciate that. And for the rest of you, have a brilliant day, no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to seeing you guys again next week for another amazing episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. Thanks again, girls. Thanks for having
2: us.